In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hi! You're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about ants that play doctor to their fellow ants after going into battle, a possible game-changing way to sequester carbon at the bottom of the ocean, and the changes that can happen in the female mind during menstruation. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. Imagine a scene from a movie. There is a battle, and the weary troops march back to their home base, tired and a little worse for wear. Some of them have minor injuries that will heal right up, but others have scrapes that seem to be a little bit infected. So their buddies rally and treat them with antibiotics to stop the infection. I don't think I need to imagine. I think that just actually (laughs) is a scene in uh, just a bunch of different movies. Okay, okay. Now imagine that instead of people... The soldiers coming back are ants from an epic battle with termites. I still think that might be a scene in like the movie Ants, <laughs> is it not? I it's been a while since I've I know it sounds it sounds familiar, right? Ghost alone. All right. A new study has found that the Matabele ants from regions south of the Sahara can distinguish between infected and non-infected wounds, and here's where it gets a little crazy, treat their wounds with antibiotics that their own bodies produce. Okay. I know that most animals and even plants have natural defenses against injury. You know, everything from secreting antimicrobial compounds to rubbing certain plants on their wounds. But it would never have occurred to me that not only do ants produce their own antibiotics, but that they would actually use them to treat their fellow ants. Right? So this is actually a fairly remarkable discovery for a couple of reasons. The first is that they are able to differentiate between two types of injury, one that is basically harmless and one that becomes infected. According to the study, when an ant's injury gets infected, the other ants pick up on its change in a hydrocarbon profile. Hmm, Like getting a diagnosis. Exactly. So the second remarkable aspect of this, of course, is the antibiotic itself. Uh, On the side of their thorax, or their body, they have a gland called the metapleural gland. They found that the secretions it produces contain some 112 different components, at least half of which have some kind of antimicrobial effect. Uh, And clearly it's a pretty effective treatment. It really is. Researchers say that it reduces the risk of death by 90% and that they know of no other living creature that treats its buddies in a medical sort of way like this. Except humans. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that actually leads to maybe the bigger point of the study. Some of the bacteria that infects ants is also a primary cause of infection in us, which means understanding the compounds these ants use to treat it might also help us develop new ways to overcome antibiotic resistance. Which, I mean, that's something we talk about kind of a lot on this show. Antibiotic resistance is a huge problem. And, I mean, who would have thought that the possible solution could come from ants? By the way, why are the ants battling termites? (laughs) It sounds like an epic old-school sci-fi sort of scene. I thought you'd never ask. So ants hunt and eat termites, which the 
termites aren't really happy about. Termite soldiers have powerful mandibles or the pinchers at the front of their faces and put up a pretty tough fight. And after they've battled and eaten, they treat their wounds and live to fight and eat another day. By some estimates, carbon emissions from fossil fuels exceeded a whopping 40 billion tons in 2023 alone. As we all know, and we've talked about extensively on our show, all of that carbon is trapping heat in our atmosphere and wreaking havoc on our climate. Absolutely. We cover so many stories about science that are either directly or indirectly related to solving the carbon problem. When we talk about hurricanes undergoing rapid intensification or turning waste into renewable fuels, it all goes back to those carbon emissions. That's right. And obviously, there's a huge global movement to reduce the amount of carbon we release into the atmosphere each year. In fact, by some estimates, we might see a decline in global emissions by 2025. That's great news, but that doesn't solve the problem of the carbon that's already in the atmosphere. Sure, and we've talked a lot about carbon sequestration. Huge factories that suck the carbon out of the air and turn it into something that can be buried. But if I'm remembering correctly, that tech isn't exactly up and running in a meaningful way yet, right? Right. So far, at least, the tech used to suck out the carbon, it will only take out like a fraction of a percent of the carbon we need removed from the atmosphere. But several companies are turning their attention to a more low-tech way to get rid of existing carbon that might actually have a bigger impact. And it all starts in the forest and ends at the bottom of the ocean. Okay, I'm intrigued. So marine ecologist Dror Angel from the University of Haifa in Israel noticed something pretty amazing. Ancient shipwrecks at the bottom of the Black Sea sat totally preserved for centuries. In some cases, you can still see the ropes they used to rig the sails. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that is pretty amazing, and it's a well-known thing, right? There's not quite enough oxygen to make that stuff decompose. Exactly. Add to that the special salinity levels of the Black Sea, and you have a recipe for preserving biomass for centuries, if not millennia. And here's the thing. If it's not decomposing, then it's not releasing its carbon into the atmosphere. Gotcha. So the idea is to cut down trees and put them at the bottom of the ocean, because that seems counterintuitive. No, that wouldn't be a great idea. But the thing is, there are potentially millions upon millions of tons of wood waste produced each year by different industries. Think of logging or paper production. Any industry that harvests lumber also produces wood waste. And right now, most of that waste gets piled up on land where it decomposes, releasing crazy amounts of carbon as well as methane. And methane is an even more powerful greenhouse gas, right? Yeah, it traps way more heat, although it doesn't last quite as long as carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. So several companies have started taking that wood waste and other biomass and, well, sinking it. Huh, that sounds simple. Does it actually work? Short answer, yeah, it totally works. For example, one company is creating these little buoys made of biomass and seeded with seaweed. So these little waste chunks drift off into the deep part of the ocean, become waterlogged, and sink to the bottom. So far, they've sunk thousands and thousands of tons of waste to the bottom of the North Atlantic, where all of that carbon will just hide out for the next several thousand years. Okay, for present us, that sounds almost too good to be true. There's got to be some downsides. There are definitely challenges. For one, if you're putting a bunch of biomass on a truck and shipping it thousands of miles to the sea, well, you've just burned a whole bunch of carbon. So, you know, what's the point? Another issue is that taking too much of this stuff out of the natural carbon cycle could be bad for the trees and the plants that are still standing. 
Sure, the cycle of life means that the dying and decaying biomass feeds the soil, which keeps the forest healthy, and taking away that waste could mean taking away the most vital fertilizer. All of that aside, this could be a really compelling solution in some regions with tons and tons of excess bio-waste and easy access to the types of ocean environments that can take care of it. Yeah, I mean, there's really no silver bullet. It's going to take all of us to solve this problem. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So this one's going to be a doozy. A new study has taken a close look at something that has been woefully understudied in the entire history of modern science. That's the female brain. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. And this study actually goes a step further and investigates how the female brain changes during the menstrual cycle, which it turns out is so understudied, it's kind of ridiculous. I have to say, I know that women have historically been left out of scientific studies, which, as we have talked about on this show, has led to really bad, unpredictable outcomes for women's health. But I can't imagine not wanting to study the female mind, especially throughout the menstrual cycle. That cycle is like a miracle of biology, right? I really couldn't agree more. And that's one of the coolest things about the study, just that they did it in the first place. But the findings themselves are also wildly fascinating and could have broad implications for women's mental wellness as they age. Okay, wow. So what did they find? So in the past, the limited number of studies looked at brain chemistry during menstruation and examined changes that take place when menstruation actually happens. But the study tracked ovarian hormone levels in 27 participants at six different points across the menstrual cycle. Got it. That, I mean, that seems like an obvious thing to do, track changes from beginning to end. But I can see why it might get overlooked. You see an event happen, like menstruation, and you want to figure out what's going on while it happens. You might not be so interested in the space in which it doesn't happen. True, but studying the changes that take place along the complete cycle gives a way more comprehensive view of the brain's structural changes in response to those hormone fluctuations. It's a bigger, more detailed picture of what's going on, right? Exactly. So along with tracking hormone levels, the research team also tracked changes in the brain, namely in regions associated with episodic memory and spatial cognition. And they found that as the menstrual cycle kicks in, the brain experiences significant structural plasticity, especially in those specific areas. Wow. So the menstrual cycle is associated with heightened brain plasticity. Well, not only that, but they say these regions of the brain basically remodel themselves roughly once a month in sync with menstruation. And here's the kicker. According to the researchers, less than 0.5% of neuroimaging literature looks at hormonal changes like this. Wow. And those hormonal changes are happening to, you know, roughly half the world's population <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And it's not just menstruation. There are significant hormonal changes during pregnancy and menopause. Plus, many women take hormone contraceptives. And without studies like this, we have no way of knowing how those hormonal changes affect our overall well-being. I am glad this study was conducted, but it sounds like there's a lot of work still to be done. 
Oh, there really is. The researchers also say that this study has linked early menopause to a potential increased risk of accelerated brain aging and even dementia. The next step is to investigate how these rhythmic brain changes might be altered in women who are at risk for memory and other affective disorders. Uh, Things like depression, stuff like that. And Alzheimer's. Again, this is a great start, but it's just the beginning. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. Matabella ants display a remarkable healthcare system, treating wounded peers with self-produced antibiotics that drastically reduce mortality. It's a discovery that has potential implications for human medicine. Marine ecologists are pioneering an innovative approach to combat climate change by sinking waste wood into the deepest parts of the oceans, utilizing their unique low-oxygen environments for long-term carbon sequestration. Groundbreaking research has revealed that the brain's memory and learning centers dynamically remodel themselves in sync with a woman's menstrual cycle. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.